Hello everyone, today we head to France, where I lived for a year and, well, I ran out of money and I had to get creative. Also, we'll visit the Pretendomatic and catch up with Balaam and his story, which is getting very interesting. And of course, we have a what's it, a random nature fact, game show, and so much more. I'm really happy that you're joining me here today on God's Great Earth. Hello, everyone. My name is Rich Aguilera, and welcome to the show. I'm so excited that you're here today, and we have some really cool stuff that we're going to be talking about. Can't wait to share it all with you. So are you ready? Let's get going. As always, I love to start off every single episode with a brain teaser to make us think, think, think. (laughs) And of course, the very cool part about this is that you guys are the ones sending them in from all over the world. I just love that. And the one that we have today comes for us from Goodell in Georgia, in the United States. So here is what Goodell sent. I start with the letter E. I end with the letter E. I contain only one letter, yet I am not the letter E. What am I? Whoa, that is super interesting. Of course, I'll read it for you again one last time. Let you think about it. I start with the letter E. I end with the letter E. I contain only one letter, yet I am not the letter E. What am I? Wow. All right. Thanks again for sending that in. And of course, you can think about it till the end of the episode where I will come back, of course, and share the answer. Of course, if you have a brain teaser that you want to share on the show with us, please go to our website, godsgreatearth.com, and you'll see the form right there so you can submit your brain teasers. Thanks for sending those and keep those coming in. Now it is time for the greatest adventure. Our God's Great Earth Adventure today is called Blessed with Work. During the year that I studied in France, I carefully used the little money I had taken to be sure not to spend it foolishly. My number one priority was to use it to travel. Unfortunately, I had soon discovered that traveling in Europe was uh, kind of expensive. By the time I returned from my Christmas break travel adventure, I was almost out of money. That means I was only halfway through the school year. The next school break would be in about six weeks. So I started thinking of what I could do to make a little extra money. We were already required to work on campus as students, so I concluded that I needed to find an additional job that I could do off campus. So I went down to the nearby city of Geneva and I went to the office of the newspaper and I asked if I could put a small free ad offering my services to do various odd jobs. I was actually surprised to get a call literally a day or two later from a lady in Geneva that needed temporary help for about a month or so. Turns out her daughter had been in an accident and she wanted to focus her time on doing everything possible to help her recover and take her to the hospital and take her to do physical therapy and all that. She needed someone to take care of all the housekeeping duties during this period. So, for over a month after school, I took the bus to her house in Geneva and worked for several hours every day, cleaning the house, doing laundry, ironing, washing dishes, and driving her around to doctor's appointments and stuff. God blessed me greatly because I was able to find this little job. And the job lasted almost exactly until that next school break and I was able to make enough money to travel for the rest of the school year. Wow. 
You know, as you get older, you will soon also get a job. I want to encourage you to be an excellent worker, even if you're only doing a simple job. When you do excellent work, even if it's just flipping burgers or cutting grass or sweeping, your excellent work is a way to give God the glory. People will notice something special about you, that Jesus is in your life. Colossians 3.23 says, Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Alrighty, it is time for a What's It? What is that thing I heard? (laughs) Of course, I love playing the sound and you guys get to guess what it might be and that's what we're about to do. So, are you ready? I'm going to play a sound for you. And of course, the clue is that it is something in nature, something God made. Here is today's sound. Hmm, okay, all right. Well, you guys think about that for a little bit. And I will come back at the end of the episode and reveal the answer. All right, everyone, it is that time of the show. It's time to visit the Pretendomatic. My pretend time machine. Of course, we know that Bible characters were real, but we get to have a lot of fun going back in time, pretending to talk to them, and we're going to talk to Balaam again. He had some pretty interesting visitors that came last time we visited with him. So let's go over to the Pretendomatic, enter our coordinates, and uh, we might as well jump ahead a day or two. Awesome! Ooh, it's uh, getting to be evening. Hmm. Oh, uh, and there's Balaam. I wonder what happened with the new visitors. Uh, hello, Balaam. It's Rich. I- I'm back. Ah, uh, yes. Hello, Mr. Rich. I suppose you're curious about the visitors I told you about. Yes, for sure. Did they eventually make it? Yes, they did. They arrived yesterday. Wow, okay. Uh, so, w- what happened? Was it the same people? Well, it turns out that the King of Moab is a pretty determined fellow. Oh, really? Uh, Why? What happened? Well, as I told you last time, since it takes about 25 days to make the journey each way, when I told him no last time, it took them those 25 days to get home. And then now another 25 days to get here again. Right, yeah, and you said that it was about uh, two months ago or so that they had come, right? That's right. And now they have finally made it back again. Wow, yeah. Man, a phone call would have been so much easier. A phone call? uh, Sorry, never mind. Uh, So you're saying that they finally got here again yesterday, uh, after all that time traveling back and forth, huh? That's right. Amazing. Uh, So who came? Uh, What did they say? What happened? Well, this time the king sent an even bigger group of distinguished officers than last time, and even more important people. I see. I guess they were uh, really trying to impress you. Yeah, and it was impressive. They arrive with so much fanfare, I guess the king has a lot of money and people in power or something. So, what did they say? Well, pretty much the same thing. The king and his son basically saying that I can't say no. Don't let anything stop you from coming. We're sending a bunch of money and stuff to help convince me and all that. Wow, so they are pretty determined. Uh, So what did you say? Well, I pretty much said the same thing. And even if Balak were to give me his entire palace fiddled with gold and silver, I still wouldn't change my answer because I can't do anything against the will of God. Wow, so how did they react to that? 
not happy. Understandable. I mean, think about it. By the time they get back home, they will have been about a hundred days traveling just to get rejected twice. Yes, that's true. Uh, so, then what? Well, I told them to stay here in Pethor one more night. I told them I would talk to God again and see if he had anything else to say about this whole thing. I see. Even though he pretty much already told you what to say two months ago. Right, well, two months is a long time. Plus, this time they had come with a bunch more people and money and all that. So, maybe God had something else in mind now. Just, uh, wanted to be absolutely sure. Right, pretty much. So, what next? Well, it's getting late, so I was just getting ready to go talk to God again about this whole thing. I told the visitors I would have an answer for them in the morning. Wow, okay, I wonder how that's going to go. We'll come back shortly to see what happened. Hey everyone, I really hope you're enjoying the show today. You know, I love to create video content as well, and we actually have a whole platform filled with all of the video work that I've done over the years. You can find it at Kids Bible Flicks with the X, F-L-I-X, dot com, kidsbibleflix.com. If you want to find more cool content, literally shot from all over the world, please visit our platform and maybe you can become a member. It literally only costs a $99 fee to become part of it, and that's it, one-time fee, lifetime access. And of course, we pray and hope that these videos can be a blessing for you and your family. Alrighty, it is time for a random nature fact. There's nothing like freshly picked fruits or vegetables. Yum! I'm so glad that God created such an amazing variety of wonderful natural foods for us to pick from. If your family grows a garden, you know what I'm talking about. And my favorite is those fresh garden tomatoes. Yummy! During the summer, one of my favorite outings with my boys when they were small was to go to a bunch of the local you-pick farms that we have in our area. I'd have to say that uh, picking blueberries was probably our most favorite place to go. Have you ever wondered, is a tomato a vegetable or a fruit? I'm sure you've heard that question before and you've probably been told that they are a fruit. That's right, but do you know why? How do you tell the difference? Well, a fruit grows from the flower of the plant and it has seeds inside. Also. A vegetable doesn't have seeds. Vegetables are those other foods that grow from plants and don't come with a flower. Perhaps we eat the leaves or the stems or the roots, etc. Either way, I'm just so glad that God created such an amazing variety of foods for us to eat, each with a unique taste and texture. God is good. Alrighty, it is time for a humor break. Time for some silly stuff. A silly minute! <laughs> I've got three great jokes that were sent in from around the world, and I will share those with you now. The first one is from Valentina and Victoria S. in Huntington Station, New York. And they sent, What is the longest word in the world? The answer? Smiles. Because there's miles between the S's. <laughs> That's a good one. All right. The next one is from Solomon in Wellington, Florida. How many tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh? The answer? Ten tickles. Ten tickles. <laughs> Ten of them. Oh, that's cute. Love it, love it, love it. All right. And our last one comes from Ferdinand R. in Puerto Rico. 
Why can't a skeleton lead a choir? Because he has no organ. <laughs> Get the, nobody to play the organ. Oh, that's cute. Alrighty, thank you, the three of you, four of you, for sending those in. That was great. Love getting those giggles out. If you have some squeaky clean jokes that you would like to also share on the show, we would sure love to get them. Just go to our website at godsgreatearth.com and submit them right there. I studied architecture in college. I was always amazed that some of the old European cathedrals took up to 200 years to build. It's really incredible to think that when someone designed a cathedral, they would be happy if their great-great-great-grandson would actually see it be completed. Of course, these were extremely complicated structures to build. They didn't have all the fancy tools we have now. Back then, things were built with a lot of detail, too. These huge cathedrals were very complex and ornamental and filled with endless carvings and sculptures, and they were made out of stone. What happened to that type of architecture? <laughs> the answer? Modern architecture arrived. One of the most famous architects of the 20th century was a man called Le Corbusier. He was famous for being one of the pioneers of modern architecture. What is modern architecture? Well, in a nutshell, it's the opposite. It's when the shape of the building is simple. Every day, it seems like our world is getting more and more complicated. More responsibilities, more activities, and more stuff that we're involved in. Sometimes these are good things, but we need to be careful not to complicate our lives too much. There's a saying that says, whoever dies with the most toys wins. You know, the enemy wants you to have a complicated life, striving for the things that you think you need to have or do. He wants to fill your life with the notion that you need to be busy all the time. He will do anything to fill your life with stress that will rob you of your energy and health and your connection with God. Jesus taught us about living a simple life. Keep your eye on that ball. Stay focused on the important things, the things that matter. Keep things simple. Alrighty, let's get back to our pretendomatic and our talk with Balaam. Maybe uh, we should jump ahead a day or two. All right, we're back. And, uh, oh, we're out here in the desert. Huh. Definitely not in Pethor anymore. Oh, and there's Balaam. Uh, let's see what's going on. Uh, hello, Balaam. I I'm back. Ah, hello, Mr. Rich. Uh, what are you doing out here in the desert? I didn't see you with our big group. Uh, no, I, I, I just got here, and I wanted to catch up and see what had happened these last couple days. Last time, you were getting ready to talk to God again and double-check about how to respond to these people. Right, yes, uh, that's exactly correct. So, so, what happened? Well, I talked to God again and told him these people had come back to see me with the same request about putting a curse on the children of Israel because the king of Moab was freaked out and all that. Right, and you told the Moabite group that you'd ask God again. So, what, what did he say? Um, well, y yeah, I... I kind of messed up here. What? You, what do you mean? What are you talking about? Well, so that night, God tells me, if those people come back pressing you to go, then get up and go with them. But only do what I tell you to do and say. Huh. Okay. Uh, pretty clear instructions, I would seem. Yes, well, uh, that's where I messed up. 
I don't know. Maybe I really just wanted to go. Maybe the money blurred my thoughts for a moment. Wow, okay. So what are you saying? What happened? Well, next morning I got up, packed my bags, saddled up my donkey, and went to go find the Moabite officials. Right, okay, and? Uh, Mr. Rich, remember? God said if they come and press me again, then I should go. Um, I kind of skipped that part and just went to go with them. Oh, hmm. I see. Exactly, yeah. So, you're on your way. Did something happen? Yeah, you can say that. Okay, what happened? Well, I was on my donkey, and I also had decided to bring two of my servants to come along with me. Okay, sounds good so far. Right, but it uh, turns out that God was not very happy that I kind of did my own thing. I kind of made my own plans to go with these Moabites. Oh boy, what happened? Well, I guess I'm still a little rattled by this because it literally just happened a short while ago. Wow, okay. (laughs) You have me really curious now, Balaam. Well, as I said, God wasn't very happy that I had decided on my own to go with these people, especially since he had already told me that putting a curse on the Israelites was simply not going to happen because he was actually going out of his way to specifically bless them. Right, he did say that before. Right, so apparently God sent an angel to stand on the path to block me from continuing. Whoa, 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 wait. God sent an angel to stand in the path and block you? That's right. Whoa, intense. Uh, So what happened? Um, well, um, I didn't see him. You didn't see the angel? Nope. Wow, okay, so what happened next? Um, yeah, well... This is where the story starts to get uh, a little uh, strange. Wow, this story is starting to get a little unusual. Can't wait to get back to talk to him again in our next episode. Alrighty, in just a moment, we're going to go check out the answer to today's brain teaser, the what's it, and we're going to see how you do on today's game show. Hey, everyone. I really hope you're being blessed by our show. And I hope you'll consider supporting us so that we can keep making them and sharing them with people all over the world. If you'd like to partner with us, please visit our website, godsgreatearth.com, and you will see a spot there where you can support by making a gift or a donation. Thank you so much. Alrighty, everyone, it is journal time. Time to get those journals out. I really think it's important to keep a journal. And that's basically a blank book or some blank pages that you can write in to track your thoughts. And by the way, this is only for you. No one else should ever read your journal. Just some thoughts between you and God. So my journaling question for you today is, do you know someone in your life that is very humble? Write about the kinds of things that they do or don't do. By the way, if you're looking for a special journal to write in, in case you don't have one, please check out our website and get your own God's Great Earth Journal. Alrighty, everyone, it's time for Game Show. Have you been paying attention? Of course you have. We've talked about a lot of different things. But now I'm about to ask you five whole questions about stuff that we've talked about in our episode today. If you know the answer, of course, please shout it out as loud as you can. Here we go with question number one. What job did I do in order to make some money? That's right, some housekeeping. All right, let's check out question number two. What was the name of the king of Moab? That's right, Balak. 
Let's check out question number three. What kind of animal did Balaam ride to Moab? That's right, a donkey. Very good. Let's check out question number four. Which ones have seeds inside, fruits or vegetables? That's right, fruits. All right, here we go with our last question, number five. What was the name of the architect I talked about? That's right, Le Corbusier. Nicely done, everyone. And now it is time to reveal the answer to the brain teaser that we heard a little while ago. That was a good one. Definitely made me think. Of course, I will repeat it for you one last time. One last chance to get it right and to take a guess. And it was sent by Goodell in Georgia. Here it is. I start with the letter E. I end with the letter E. I only contain one letter, yet I am not the letter E. What am I? The answer? An envelope. <laughs> Starts with the letter E, ends with the letter E. It's not the letter E, and it has one letter inside. <laughs> the letter that you're mailing. Oh, man. That was awesome. That really made me think. If you have a brain teaser that you'd like to share on the show, you know we want you to send it in. Go to our website, godsgreatearth.com, and you'll see a form right there. And lastly, before we finish up today, we must reveal the answer to the what's it, that sound that I played earlier, and your job was to figure out what it could be, at least take a guess, right? <laughs> of course, let's hear it one last time right now. Here it is. Hmm, all right. Got some guesses? <laughs> time to reveal the answer. That was a snake hissing, right? Yeah. Oh boy, that was a good one. Let's see how you do in our next episode. can't believe that our time is up already. Remember, whether you're working a job or studying in school, let's always honor God by doing the very best we can every single time. Also, like Balaam, even though we may mess up, let's keep trying as hard as we can to do what God would like us to do for Him. Lastly, let's be careful not to complicate our lives with tons of stuff that we might want to collect. Let's instead spend more time just being simply focused on God's goodness. Love God, love others, and change the world. We'll see you next time here on God's Great Earth.